took us all year long to get this in sync. <laughs> but here we are. But here we are. We got we're, it now. We're, ba- we're both back in town. We've both been traveling this weekend. Yes. Uh, Melissa, where have you been? We went to New Orleans this weekend. Um, we took Caroline to the Teddy Bear Tea. Nice. The Roosevelt Hotel. Um, it was so cute. Yeah. It was like the cutest thing that I've ever been to. I saw her in your stories with her little tea glass. Oh, and, yeah. Uh, it looked like it was a good time. It was so fun. Santa Claus, Mrs. Claus, Frosty, Rudolph, the gang. A whole time. They were there. Um, We actually went down Saturday and I met my cousin, um, Taylor. She's like literally 11 months older than me. So we've okay. always been super, yeah. super close. Yeah. Um, I met her at the Sanger and we went to Wicked. Oh, fun. Caitlin went last week. Did she? She did. Yeah, she so loved fun. it. Yeah, she had I a blast. It. Yeah. I've seen that one probably 70 million times. Yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah. It's, <laughs> it's so a, good. A staple for and a reason. And I cry every time. Yeah. Like, it's so good. That's what she said, too. It's she was so, 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 so yeah. good. So you did that and then did the Roosevelt with the fam. Uh-huh. Big weekend. Yeah, it was really, really fun. And then on our way home last night, we stopped in Pastor Christian, and then I got to see some more family. Um, You're just like loading up on family before the holiday. Yeah, I was I was making my way back home. Yeah. Um, my aunt has also has a two year old, which is kind of funny. Okay. Um, my dad has a half sister who's only 15 years older than me, so like we gotcha. both have kids the same age. How fun! But um, he his party was yesterday, and um, we took Caroline there and everything. Jeez, y'all had a loaded down weekend. Yeah, I know. I got to see nine of my. I think I've said this on the podcast before, but I have like I have a lot of cousins. Okay, I have like fifteen first cousins. Okay, and you saw nine. I of got them? to see like nine of them this week. Wow! So just bang for your buck. We're just. I mean, it was great bargain hunting. Yeah, I got to cousins. see two of my three grandmas. It was Love great. It. Man, okay. I thought I had a busy weekend, but you were like rolling. Yeah, you, you know, it's how it's how I live my life. Yeah. I'm like, all right, we're down here. Let's see these people. Let's just knock people, it all out. People. Let's do the whole thing. Does that wear Andrew out? Uh, I think he's used to it by now. Okay, he's yeah. used to my my level 100 pace. You got a meter. Yeah, yeah. you got to meet you where you are, yeah. and that's fine. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he knew what he was getting himself. That's into. right. Yeah, there's no <laughs> yeah, there's no victim here. Sorry, you knew. Uh, okay. I was, uh, out of town as well. Uh, buddy and I were in Chattanooga over the weekend just soaking up, you know, some, some cool mountain air. I love Chattanooga. Oh man. I do too. Every time I go, I'm like, this is, uh, I need, it's not that far. I don't know why I don't go that often. It's the same distance to the beach. Yeah, right. Exactly. And so we stayed up on Lookout Mountain with his, uh, sister and uh, so she actually lives on the Georgia side. And then when we would drive into Chattanooga, we crossed over into Tennessee. Okay. And uh, we yeah, some trail running up there. It was awesome. It was beautiful. Awesome. It was uh, so much coffee, so much food, and just, you know, back rested and recovered and, you know. We love it. Ready for the holiday. Yeah. It feels like you almost need, I, I may be wrong about this, but this is how I feel. <clears throat> you feel like you almost need a little something for yourself before the holidays like that, or at least I do like to get up for the holiday and, and really like be able to do all the family time and all the stuff. It's like, all right, I need a little me time before that. I'm kind of doing the reverse of that. Okay. So like we did a lot of family time this weekend. Okay. And then my brother's coming in town on Christmas Eve. And so nice. We'll spend Christmas with my parents and my brother and stuff. But then, like, three days later, Andrew and I are going to Mexico by ourselves. Oh, so. okay. All right. So, yeah, the <laughs> inverse of it. But the same idea. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Take a little take a little trip later. To, yeah, he's, to- a, he's in a wedding in Mexico, and we were like, all right, let's take, like, two extra days and just tack nice. it on to the front and the end of that trip and just, like... Have a little vacation. You should have just done Christmas in Mexico, man. You know, like uh, a few years ago, we did Christmas in Nicaragua. 
I don't even really remember why. It just kind of happened, and it was like, this is the most peaceful Christmas I've ever had in my life, uh, and so it was fantastic. That's that's smart, though, to, to set up a trip. I'm already planning my trips for next year. Oh, same. Like, I, we've got two on the books, and I'm like... I also have two on the books. I'm just like, I'm <laughs> so excited already just for like, what are we going to do in 24? Yep. Let's do this. I got Austin City Limits lined up again. Ah, we're going to Austin in the spring. Nice. Yeah. And then we've got... Um, I'm going to Charleston in the summer. Okay. I was talking about Charleston yesterday uh, with uh, my buddy's sister, actually, and she's like talking about moving there. Really? They love it. I've never been before. I'm going on a girl's trip, so I'm excited about that. Well, maybe you'll see her down there. Maybe y'all will vibe. I've already said that she is like you. <laughs> like, y'all are like twins, which is hilarious. We are way in the weeds. I'd love uh, to meet her. <laughs> way in the weeds. You know, we love a long intro. That's right. Yeah. Sorry, Birdie. <laughs> Sorry. We're just catching up. We haven't seen each other in a week. Um, okay. So, we uh, neither of us were here yesterday, um, but, you know, great thing about Vertical, we will never shame you for not coming to church. Sometimes you have other obligations or, like, sometimes you need some you time. And you can always find our services online, mm-hmm. which is what we both did. We or on Spotify. Or on Spotify. That's true. Yeah, you can. If you're actually listening to this on Spotify, you can also listen to the teaching before this. That's right. <laughs> you, you probably scrolled right by the teaching from yesterday to get yeah. here. So go and check that out if you haven't already. And uh, so we've been rolling through this Advent series. Mm-hmm. We've been uh, going for a few weeks now. I taught on hope a couple of weeks ago. Uh, Nate has taught on joy and peace. And then yesterday he closed the series talking about love and uh i thought it was an interesting take on love and i i kind of it was one of those that like i left with some big questions and so i'm kind of excited for us to i don't know maybe kind of hammer those out on the podcast today okay he started by um talking about purpose Mm -hmm. and even like kind of what we want out of life and i was thinking like that is such a um that's such a pertinent question to people our age, I feel like, and, yeah. and it maybe maybe the age for that is getting pushed back. I feel like by the time my dad and mom were thirty, they had like four kids and had like careers and things. I know, yeah, right. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, I'm not ready to adult yet, uh, even though I'm being forced to. Thanks. Even though I have a literal child. Yeah, right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I have a mortgage and I pay taxes, but you know what I mean. But I'm uh, not an adult. Yeah, I'm not an adult yet. <laughs> um. So, but I was thinking, like, I wonder. Number one, I don't think that we ever grow out of that. Like, what is our purpose? What is our thing? Uh, I talk about it all the time. Robert Green calls it our life's task. You know, mm-hmm. this thing that we have been called to or burdened with or gifted towards or, or whatever that thing is. And I thought it was interesting the way that we tied into love. And we actually talked about this a little before the podcast. And I thought it's funny you brought up purpose. And yeah. I was thinking about like what we want out of life. Mm-hmm. What kind of caught your attention about that? I don't know, question of purpose or, or whatever. Yeah, I think in the beginning when he was talking about purpose, he was like, Everybody gets so caught up in like, what is my purpose? What am I doing? Yeah. All these things. What's and, the meaning of life? Yeah, yeah. And he was like, our purpose um, is love. Sure. Um, and I was thinking about that and how it relates to like motherhood. Like I know so many different people um, that once they have a child, like they automatically are like my my purpose is to be my child's mother yeah this kid is my sole focus now yeah Yeah. um while i believe i i believe that i definitely that's part of my purpose is to be caroline's mother yeah and to be the best that i can be at that but that is not my sole purpose of interesting of being here. What what do you think that that is? So if we're if we're operating off of this idea that like okay, our purpose is to love, to mm-hmm. to love people, to love God, to be loved by God. 
obviously like parenting or 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 being in a marriage or Mm -hmm. or whatever you know like definitely fits within that yeah what is it about that time of like a young mom's life that it kind of it sort of naturally becomes this all-encompassing thing Mm -hmm. what 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 is that i don't know i think if you're not careful um it's very easy to be swept up into like well, this is what they need right now. They need me to be home. They need me to be all these things. And it's very easy to get swept up in that and to not um, step out into the world, um, into traveling, into restaurants, things like that. It's very easy. But I think things for yourself. Yeah. I I think that's um, the enemy trying to pull you away and to isolate you. Interesting. It's, It's funny how like it is entirely possible for us to be isolated by something that is a gift. Mm. You know, um, I've even in the past, I I don't have any kids, um, but you know, whether it's a new location or a new job or a new, whatever the thing is, it's like, Oh man, I'm so excited about this thing. And it's like a big part of my life. And I love this. And it is a gift from God, but when it becomes all encompassing, it almost unplugs us. Like we love this thing or we love, you know, like you're talking about a child, but it unplugs us from receiving love in yeah. some ways um, by a community or connection or whatever. Is that kind of kind of where you're going with that? Yes. Very interesting. Um, I, So it's almost instead of like fine tuning and really defining that purpose, saying that our purpose, and Nate did say this, that our purpose is love, to love God and be loved by God and love people is almost like a broadening of our purpose Mm -hmm. instead of like fine tuning it down to, well, my purpose is to love this one person. Mm -hmm. It's this person is a part of the love that I'm getting to give based on what I've received. Mm -hmm. How has that played out? I mean, because you're a young mom, you and Andrew are young parents. How has that played out for you? Because I imagine like there is a a pressure to do that maybe that's the wrong word i don't i don't really know um there's a there's almost like a i'm sure there's a point in time where you feel like you have to give everything 100% to this new like person that you just brought into the world yeah walk me through that a little bit i know we've talked about this a couple of times but i am curious about it i think um wanting to pour all of yourself into your child is amazing. Sure. But also if you're only doing that and you're not getting poured into as well, you're going to run dry. It can be really detrimental. Yeah. yeah. Um, you have to pour out from an overflow from people pouring into you, from you being in the word, things like that. If you are just pouring out yourself, yeah. you will completely run dry. And who does that benefit? Yeah. It reminds me, I think uh, I heard this somewhere. I think it's an old James Dean song and he talks about like, um, continually drinking from the saucer because this cup has overflowed, mm-hmm. you know, and I've, like I said, I've never been a parent, but I have been thinking about this a lot, you know, even just in 2023 so far about like, okay, I've involved in a few things, but I'm not really going to be good at those things. If I'm burning myself out, mm-hmm. one of those in particular is marriage. Like, yeah. man, I, I, I think, so many people fool themselves into believing that when you enter into this partnership, this companionship with a person, it's almost like they have to be the sole thing that you love, mm-hmm. almost as if it's like there is no one beside them. There is no support for you besides them, and they should only rely on you. And I kind of feel pressure sometimes for that, being a guy at least, like 
You need to be enough for your wife in all these ways, mm-hmm. you know, for it. I mean, there's a whole arena of ways that, you know, you, people feel like the pressure of being a husband or a wife, I'm sure. Something that I've learned this year, though, is like I owe it to her to be connected to other people, though, because then I'm able to love Caitlin out of that overflowing and not just out of like (laughs) just hanging on and white knuckling through life. Does that make sense? Yeah. And so it's kind of it sounds like it's kind of the same way. It's the same concept. It's the same concept in marriage, in friendships um, with a child. It's, It's the same concept of if you are not. If you're not coming from a place of getting poured into um, or just being constantly in the word, things like that, if you are co- relying solely on yourself, yeah, it will run dry. Yeah. Whether that's in a marriage, in a parent-child relationship, in a friendship, yeah. it'll, it'll not end well. It's important for me to have, and I've learned this over time, weekends like this weekend with my, with my friend where... You know, it's good for Caitlin and I both for us to, of course, we take trips together. And of course, we, you know, we have our rituals and rhythms that we do Mm -hmm. together all the time, you know. Um, But it's good for us to have outlets and inputs besides each other. And I, I think that we're so much healthier when we're making sure to do those things. Something Nate said was, you know, he he pulled out this question that Jesus asked, you know, what do you want? And it reminded me that's that's a question that like we ought, we ask pretty regularly in the hangar, you know, um, you know, what do you want out of this? We asked that in the table, too. Yeah, right. And so, like, I, I loved I don't even know that Nate knew that 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 connection that's one of was, the questions. Yeah, but yeah. I but I, I, li- I really liked that. And I thought, man, there's a bunch of guys and, and it sounds like a bunch of ladies in the room right now who are really going to connect to this. Mm-hmm. And kind of where he landed on was like, we want love. We want affirmation through love and to love other people. I was curious, though, what? That look that probably looks different for everyone, mm-hmm. you know, the way that I um, search for those things and the things in particular that I find that I want are probably a little different than what you want. If you were to answer, like when it comes to love, what do you want? How do you think you would answer that on whatever, December 19th, 2023, <laughs> or whatever day it is? Um, I guess it's a big I, question. Yeah. I should have warned you for that. Yeah. One. I mean, yeah. <laughs> what I want, like from love is um I, I guess i want people to see the way that i love my friends the way that i love my family uh, my child my husband um i want people to see love that comes from the lord yeah like that's it's so much that it cannot be from me yeah where people are like man where does that come from and they ask questions and like it's a a, a little Put your toe in the door yeah. to be like, hey, well, let me tell you. Let me about tell you the- a little bit yeah. about this. I love that. The first talk that I ever gave at Vertical, and I think it was actually in my interview. I think I was, I may have even been teaching the students. I had this whole, I, I'll never forget this. It was this whole thing about like the apostles and they could tell that they had spent time with Jesus when mm-hmm. they entered the city, even though they didn't know. And I was kind of like, I remember saying like, it's kind of like when you leave your grandma's house you just kind of smell like your grandma and you can't really help it. You know, like I feel like people that continually spend time in God's presence are kind of like that. It's just like, there's an aura around them that you, you almost have to ask yourself about, you know, yeah. maybe that's even taking us back to joy from last week. You know, what's so crazy is before, um, before I had Caroline, like my prayer over her that I prayed every day when I was pregnant, that she would be such a joyful child that people would know that like, 
her joy wasn't from herself and that it was from the Lord. That's really sweet. And I prayed that every single day. And like, if you've ever been around Caroline, you know. Yeah. Like, she, she is a joyful child. She is. Yeah. She's, she is stoked on life. <laughs> That's <laughs> for sure. I love that. That's really not like, I, I like that. I didn't know that. Yeah. I think for me, like, if I'm asking myself the same question, I kind of was like listening to Nathan's talk. I was kind of asking myself, like, maybe there's a, a healthy version and an unhealthy version. There always is, right? Yeah. yeah. Maybe there's an un- a healthy version and an unhealthy version of like, what do I like when it comes to love? Like, what do I want? If what I want is love, then what is the healthy and unhealthy version of that? I think the unhealthy version of that is affirmation, mm-hmm. like to a to an unhealthy extent, I guess. It's been good for me this year to to sit with guys in a circle at Mississippi Man and shameless plug always we will we will always do that and it's been good for me to have people give me some honest feedback um, and kind of show some not holes in my or chinks in my armor or holes in my life but almost like help me realize through that that like maybe I've been looking for affirmation in places that I or even love in places that I didn't necessarily even know that I was and that's definitely like historical but it's something that I can keep my eye on now and say like that's an unhealthy sign if you're yeah. doing this you know um the healthy version kind of going back to what you were saying like it's very similar like I want people to experience love like from God through me through like just general connection. I love being with people and we talk about community constantly on this podcast. We should change the name of our podcast. We really should. I know like it always goes back to groups and stuff like or whatever, but like it's been such a game changer for me that like I want people to be able to experience the change in my life or the same change that I've experienced in my life by the same means, you know? Yeah. And, you know, whether that's through – uh, people or uh, mentorship or discipleship or even like spending time in physical activity with people like it's just so it's it's so such a big part of who I am now and all of that is traced back to love yeah. you know and and so like I guess what I want is like I just want other people to be able to experience that you yeah. know what are the things that keep us from doing that though like you want people to see like Jesus through you and to be able to experience that love through the way you behave. And I'm kind of saying the same thing. What are our kind of our, I don't know, like tie ups or traps that we kind of fall into there? You know, I think it's all worldly stuff. I think it's, um, and it's all like lies from the enemy too. It's, it's like, man, if I do that, like these people are going to think that I'm weirdo. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) If I'm so strange. Yeah. Yeah. I swear, once a week I send a text to a guy and I'm like, this dude is going to think I'm so strange because of whatever I just text him, you know? I know. It's all worldly stuff and it's all lies from the enemy. And once you recognize that and you can like say that is not of God, that is a, that's from the enemy, like all of that kind of goes away a little bit. Yeah. Um, That goes back to the thing about affirmation for me is like, I like, dude, like some people aren't going to like you. And yeah. that's okay. Like, that's fine, you know? Yeah. Um, worldly, yeah, worldly kind of trips, worldly things that kind of catch our feet and keep us planted. Mm-hmm. I think for me, like, I, I'm so opposite of you. You you tend to be such an optimist, you know, and just like that kind of, like, honestly, that joyful thing comes easy for you, I think. And I am very analytical. 
and very like uh andrew kind of strikes me as this way too he's you very know? much the same way right and so i can what we're a good balance yeah yeah really though yeah and so i kind of like sometimes i can get caught in that loop and i'm like no i want the best thing you yeah. know or the best version of this and then i get stuck in the like loop of like well how do we make this better how do we fix this and it's yeah. like i never get to experience the the other part of that mm-hmm. you know what i mean you still have somebody to call you out i do yeah i, I do I, that to andrew all the time he'll be like thinking of if this you know if this doesn't work out then here's the next plan then here's the next plan and he's <laughs> oh, going yeah. through the next thing yep I, contingency like, plans like, hey, this has not even become a problem yet. Yep. Like this possibly couldn't even happen. Yep. Why are you concerned about a pro like a potential future problem? Yeah. That's so and and it's crazy because like And then every time I call him out, he's like, You're right. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. I don't need to think like that. It's like I want these things and I can say I want these things, but if something's keeping me from it, it's honestly probably myself, mm-hmm. you know, because I'm not just leaning into the gifts that God has given me. Because he loved me, you know, man, that's a, that's pretty solid. That makes a lot of sense. Oh man. Have you felt about Advent overall? Like, I think it's been a really good series. It's been been a lot different than I thought it was going to be. I know it, uh, it was not like typical Christmas series. I don't think. And I love it. Yeah, I do too. I'm, I'm excited for the Christmas, uh, services this weekend. I think that they will kind of culminate together in the Christmas service this weekend. So I'm excited for that. Me too. And, uh, man, just getting out, of, just getting out over our skis and we'll completely like fumble into ask us anything, I guess is, uh, we've been working on the first series for the spring and boy, it's a banger. Like it's going to be so fun. I can't wait. I can't wait. I've been excited since the beginning of Advent. I've been <laughs> excited for it. So anyway, okay. I feel good about love. Feel good about love. Feel good about love. We yeah, good. yeah right. We should feel good <laughs> about love. Should we move on to some ask us anything? Let's go. Okay, let's go. And we're back for a little ask us anything. Ask us anything. Ask us anything. Christmas edition. Um, I've liked the as I've liked the Christmas edition. Maybe we should do holiday. Ask us anything. I like the themes. I do too. You know, I love a theme. It's helpful. So it's nice, like that. We're sticking with that. I know. Yeah, I enjoy that. I think it's been fun. And this will be our last Christmas one because heads up, this is our last podcast for the year. That's right. I know. We we will be back at the beginning of the year, but like next next week when we'd be recording this oh, that's kind of a lot of pressure for the last no, one of 2023 I, 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 I didn't even think about that in the last segment oh <laughs> geez sweating uh anyway okay so last question for the year when it comes to ask us anything uh yeah is this let me pull it up okay um ask us anything what is the most memorable christmas gift that you ever received most so not best Christmas gift. The most memorable. Most memorable Christmas gift that you ever received. Actually, I was quick. I have two. Okay. I have two. One is good and one is bad. Okay. Um. So we'll start with that. Do you have one? The, yeah, the one the, that comes to mind. Yes. Okay. All right. Perfect. I'll let you go first. Okay. So, um, I don't remember what how old I was or what grade I was in, but I was obsessed with American Girl dolls. I wanted a Samantha American Girl doll okay. so bad. Okay, I'm Googling just to make she sure I know. She was the only American Girl doll at the time that had brown hair. Okay. And I was like, she's gonna, she looks like me. I want that one. And um, oh, yeah. she had a 
These are kind of creepy. No. <laughs> they all have like historical stories attached to them. Dolls kind of... Okay. All right. Go they, ahead. Sorry. They they all have like a um a book, and then Samantha had just come out with a movie, and she had a movie. Yeah, she did have a movie. Um, but I I love to read. So this was her. That is Samantha. Okay. Yeah. All right, Samantha. I wanted a Samantha American Girl doll so badly, but um, they're pretty expensive. <laughs> they are kind of expensive. Yeah, yeah they're like, pretty expensive because they have um. They have stories. They have um, like a, a book, a book series. Yeah, she has a book, Samantha, Manners and Mischief. Yes. Yep. Okay, gotcha. So I loved it. I really, really wanted Samantha, and um, I didn't think that I was going to get her for right. Christmas. And I woke up, and I got a Samantha doll, and then I got The Sound of Music on DVD. <laughs> and Best I was Christmas like, ever. Yes. <laughs> and um, I, I got a TV that... Like a little tiny TV to go in my room. Oh yeah, and um, so you could watch the sound of. And I remember, you know, my brother is like two years younger than me, so he was a little bit younger at the time. He would wake up at like three a.m. or like four a.m. He would wake up so early to see what presents that we got, and then he would. His room was right across the hall from mine, so he would run in my room and be like, "You know, Mollis, the hall." He'd be like, Santa came. You got to wake up. That's hilarious. And we would run around the corner and um, <laughs> all the stuff was under the tree. And it was so fun. And um, I got to set up my TV. Yep. And I put the sound of music in and I got in my bed with my Samantha doll. That's awesome. And I fell back asleep until like 10 o'clock and it was a great that's, Christmas. That's a great Christmas. That's, that's a very, the Christmas that made Melissa. That's like. <laughs> the Samantha American Girl doll. And, and sound, sound of music. music. That's solid. <laughs> Okay, I have two, um, and one was good, one was bad. I'll start with the bad. Uh, it wasn't even necessarily bad, but it it made me angry. So I woke up, and um, do you remember the Mo- the Motorola Razors? Oh yeah, I yeah. had a hot pink one. Okay, I had a blue one, and I got it for Christmas. But it's all I'd asked for for Christmas that year. Mm-hmm. I don't remember how old I was. Whenever those were coming out, you know. Yeah. And uh, so. Uh, all the presents were out and the thing and like all the all the stuff was out. All the presents were out. And on the tree, hung like an ornament, was a box that was a Motorola Razor box oh, snap. with my name on it. And I was like, let's yes! go. <laughs> Got it. And I opened the box and there was like a stick of gum in there. And I'm like looking at my parents, like y'all are the the meanest people in the. If you knew my dad, like you're like this is right up his alley, and he let me sit on it for like a while. We opened the rest of these gifts, and then there was like he like made a phone call and the phone rang on the other side of the Christmas tree or whatever. But like it wasn't like a ha ha your phone's over there. They made me sit (laughs) and open the rest of. and like kind of I wasn't like pouty but I was like oh thanks <laughs> like, thanks for- y'all are so mean um, I know yeah it's pretty good so that was one the other and this is my favorite one probably the most uh, memorable Christmas gift I ever got was I got my first puppy on Christmas oh man I know yeah how I think, do you top that I know yeah I think I was like it was and it was the first we had had dogs but it was my dog yeah you know uh, and he was uh, he was a little basset hound and we named him Barney, and his ears were huge. Yeah, and he was in uh he was in like a little little like Santa box or whatever. I think I was I think I was like five. I know, and uh, when he lived forever, he lived for like 
12 or 13 years and oh. I know just a Christmas miracle. The I think best. I think about him every Christmas. I know. It's so sad and sweet. I know. <laughs> it's so sad and sweet. We love dogs around here. We do. Do your dogs get Christmas gifts? Um, They get stockings. Yep, same. Yeah. Our dogs have stockings. We yep. have stockings that are shaped like bones for them. Yep. <laughs> we have we have uh, stockings for the dogs. and uh, They always get a little, little something. Little something. treats or a little toy or something. And uh, yeah, our dogs love Christmas. Can't, can't forget about the pups, too. No, they're part of the family. Absolutely. They are part of the family. Although they didn't make the Christmas card this year. Oh, no. Well, you know... It's that's kind of a hassle. It's a little. Uh, it is. It is so hard. It's to hard get. to wrangle dogs for a picture. I know. Yeah. I know. I I really wanted them in a in a picture because they're getting older, and I want to have like yep. nice pictures of like our family with the dogs too. But maybe next year, I well, yeah. I asked Resh if she could come and help. Like, and because you literally have to have somebody like yeah, wrangle the dogs. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um. And you're dressed for the a, picture. Yeah, she was out of <laughs> she was out of town, so she couldn't help. And I was like, "It's fine, we'll do it next year." Oh man, so. it's it's tough. When we bought our house, when we bought our first house. Caitlin wanted to get pictures made or whatever, and she wanted the dogs in it, and it turned into just like a. It's so. Just take a couple pictures and we'll be done. It like, <laughs> like they're so over this. I know the we've only done pictures with the dogs one time, and it was whenever, um, whenever we found out we were gonna have Caroline, and so I, I really wanted the dogs in like our announcement picture. Yeah, and um. <laughs> We went to um, this girl that I used to work with at Private Collection. Her name is Marcy. Uh-huh. She has photography around her, Marcy Lane Photography. Shout she's out. She's so precious. Shout out to Marcy Lane. Yeah, she's yeah. so cute. Um, she was just starting off her photography business. Okay. And, um, she worked with me at PC, and I was like, hey, do you want to take some pictures of me and Andrew and the dogs? And her grandmother has like a... A farm or like some property oh, out yeah. here. And we took the dogs. Literally, Dallas Elizabeth almost got trampled by a horse. Oh, no. Because they have horses out there. And she was trying to, um, yeah, yeah she was trying yeah. to herd. Oh, no. And it was so disastrous. Like, you're we, like, never again. We ended up getting like one good picture, yep, but always. the dogs were like, just all over the place, and uh, Dallas was trying to herd the horses. Nope. She almost got kicked. I was like, "No, this, this is, is too much. It's just too much. This yeah, it's it's not even worth it. You could just include them in the Christmas card, and like, it's just like, and also, and also Dallas and Cooper here are here. Are. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> also Dallas and Cooper are here. Yeah, I don't, I don't think so. I, I just, it's such a pain. Caitlin always wants that, and I'm like, and I, and, and when people have like great Christmas card pictures, I'm like, awesome. Like that's like I. Shouts to you for making that happen. I'm just so bad at it. It's it's not we're not good at it. We're not Christmas cards. Yeah, in general. We're just not good at it in general. I I think it means we're not adults. No, that's I think when you're I think when you're an adult, you send Christmas cards. And (laughs) you know, like that seems like the thing. That should be on the census. That should be on our taxes. Did you send Christmas cards this year? And if we say no, they're like, All right, well we get it. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) You don't have anything together. So like we'll just uh I always wanted to have a Christmas card. That was like something weird that I just always wanted to be able That's to like a, do. I mean, that makes sense. It it's probably, a cultural it thing. It probably checks out. It's a cultural thing. But I always wanted to be able to have my own Christmas cards because I always had to help my mom every single year with hers. Oh, yeah. She's not very technologically right. 
she's just not very good with technology. So, and so I always helped her with I hers. I want my own, yeah. And I was like, dang it, I can't wait till I have my own Christmas card. I will say, and I should probably, maybe we should have recommended this. There is one person in our life, and I won't call them out by name. I don't even think they listen to the podcast. They don't go to church at Vertical. But there's one person in our life who every year they send their family Christmas card, and I'm so stoked to see it every year because it comes with like a – it comes with like a synopsis of the year, all the things that they've been up to. And I don't know if she's just like drinking a little wine while she's doing it or what. It is hilarious. I'm like <laughs> the way that she has written a whole narrative about their year with their three kids and the husband. And the, I'm like, this is gold. They should be posting this in a newspaper. So maybe that's a recommend, a freebie for this. Like we got a Christmas card this year that also had a like a little synopsis on the back. And I was like, huh. Should we be doing that? Oh, she does, I don't know. She does pages. Oh, wow. I, I like, I think it's just like what she does to wrap up the year. And I'm like, this is insane. Like, I guess it's kind of cool to have as a memory to look I think back so. on. Because yeah. Andrew and I keep our Christmas cards. Yeah, we keep for sure. One each yeah. Year, yeah. And we're going to have like a little book with all of our Christmas right. cards in because it's kind of cute because we have our first one that it's like our wedding picture. And then we have like a couple with the dogs. Yep. After that, and, and then Caroline it's like comes and, one yeah. of the sonogram, one of baby Caroline, one That's of fun. toddler. Like, I think it's kind of fun to have over the years, but it would be cool to what have. What is like, a sonogram? You know, the little picture that's black and white, like um, when you're pregnant. Oh, like the like when they do the, the uh, ultrasound. Picture. Yeah. I didn't know that's what that was. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. Learn something new every day. Yeah. Y'all, th- you, I say I don't have kids and y'all think I'm like playing about it. I don't know a thing about any of that. I don't- but surprisingly, I feel like you know a lot more than you should. I don't know. Maybe. Anyway. <laughs> okay. So. All right. So ask us anything. Gr- great. Ask us anything over the last month, y'all. So fun. Yeah. Keep sending them in. We love it. I love the theme. Yeah. Maybe we'll have to put a theme. Maybe we should release a theme each like I month or so. I think we should. I think we should do a theme for um, recommends. I like that. Okay. It doesn't have to be ask us anything because it that kind of defeats like ask us anything. Right. If there's yeah. a ask us, a, ask ask us, us anything, anything but, but it's in this it genre. It has to be in this Recommends box. make sense. It's helpful for recommends. I do think it's cool to do recommends with a theme though. Like you know, for the month of January, recommend restaurants. I love for that. the month of February, recommend. It's helpful. Whatever it's you know? helpful for us. It's so broad it's to so just broad. recommend it's too something. much. <laughs> I like so many things. I know. Same. Yeah. Okay. All right. Speak. Let's go to recommends. We'll close this thing down for the year. It's gonna be great. We'll give our acknowledgments. We'll give our our thank yous and our gratitudes. We'll give our flowers out to people. And <laughs> Sounds good. And we'll see them in twenty twenty. Okay. Let's go to recommends. All right. Bye. Recommends, recommends, ooh. Recommend, recommend, last recommend of the year. I know, it's kind of a lot of pressure. I like how we didn't even think about it the last segment, and now it's like really <laughs> on our It's a brain. little bit of pressure. We don't want it to end. Okay, uh, so we went back and forth. Maybe my recommend, but you have a good recommend, and I'm really curious about what it is. So I'd rather you just do it, I think. Okay. Okay. All right. For the last recommend of 2023. So much pressure. It is a lot of pressure, but I think it's a good one. You're confident. I, I I have some confidence. I'm excited. All right. So I'm recommending that you create a family tradition, and you do it every single Christmas. Okay. Um. So, for instance. Wow, that's a lot of pressure. Yeah, but I mean, it can be as small as um, 
like I said on my first recommend for the holidays, like opening up one present the night before mm-hmm. and watching a Christmas movie. Oh, it could yeah, be, yeah, right. It could be as small as going it to doesn't see Christmas have to be... lights on Christmas Eve every single year. Like it can be it can be a free activity. It can be an expensive activity. Yeah. It can be just something that you do for your family every okay. single year to create a tradition. I love that. Something to look forward to. Right. So like for us, um, we went to the Teddy Bear Tea this weekend and it was so amazing and so fun. Yeah. When we left, I was like, I want this to be something we do with Caroline every year. Yeah. Um, because it was just so fun. It was really special. It was it was just great to spend time together and do something that I know that she had a lot of fun doing. Yeah. Um, so it can be something like that. It can be um, making cinnamon rolls on Christmas morning every single year. I, I think that it's important to like create a tradition for I love your family that. on Christmas. I may do the cinnamon roll one because I'm doing that too. I love cinnamon. <laughs> yeah, we've already talked about it. We yeah. you know, I love cinnamon roll. I'm not a sweets guy. Cinnamon, cinnamon roll. roll guy. Oh man, I I had a great cinnamon roll this weekend in Chattanooga, and yeah. I searched it out. I was waiting uh, while my buddy was running. Uh, he was he was in a race, and I was like, googled best cinnamon roll in Chattanooga, Tennessee, and and drove twenty minutes to go there. And I will every time, which is kind of a Christmas tradition, maybe. Um, okay, so recommending Christmas tradition, man, like. I really like the idea of that because we had traditions, you know, and I even said like we're we we go and look at Christmas lights and I love those. Uh, And even kind of the movies we watch every year are kind of a part of that. Mm -hmm. I'm trying to think of a good one, though. Like we don't have kids, so that could be good and bad. I feel like Chris, like you have to be really intentional when you have kids with Christmas, though. Right. So like this is memories that they're making, you know, but also. Also, it's important for you guys to have those memories. Yeah. Like, just because you don't have kids doesn't mean that you can't have a great Christmas tradition That's together. That's true. Yeah. It I could be a meal. I'm going to have to think about that. Yeah. It could be um, like a, something that you always eat on Christmas Eve yeah. or you always eat on Christmas morning. Um, like, one of our family traditions is um, I always make a big breakfast on Christmas morning yeah. and my parents come over and they watch Caroline open her presents and like that's what we do. I love that. My mom always made the same thing for breakfast. I think we talked about this and like I yeah, look her, forward to ca- it. her casserole Yeah, thing. it's like a huge breakfast yeah. casserole that I love. Yeah, and I'm already so stoked for that. That's a great idea. You know, that's something that we haven't really necessarily done since we've been married is like have our own Christmas stuff, traditions, yeah. I guess. Maybe. And it's, it's never too late to start. That's right. You can right. always start and make a, a little family tradition for I you think, guys. I think it's so easy for people. I've heard a lot of people say this, like they haven't figured out still how to do the holidays, especially mm-hmm. if they've had kids in the last few years. Like we rush here and then we rush here and then we rush to that grandparents or whatever. And it's like, it's just something that kind of sets the pace for the holiday season that's like intentional. Mm-hmm. You know, this is our thing and we yeah. always do this. I like that. Good recommend. That's a that is a good recommend to end the year. I felt like that was a good close it off. I love it. Yeah. What are you most looking forward to this year during Christmas? During Christmas or Mm -hmm. in the next year? No, we'll get there. (laughs) Just during the next week or so during the holiday. I cannot wait for Caroline to see her pink bicycle. I know. I've been sitting on that since we got it. I'm so excited. I I told you already. I've thought about that a couple of times this week. Like, man, she's going to be pumped. That's a great gift. I'm so excited about her pink bicycle. Um. And I'm excited about um, my brother's coming home and yeah. he lives in Denver. I'm excited to see him for a little bit. Yeah, that'll be great. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm happy for y'all. That's cool. I'm excited. We have family coming in <clears throat> and then we're going to see family. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think 
the Friday before Christmas, Caitlin's uh, folks are coming in, and her dad is also a big mountain biker, so I think we're going to go hit the trails. Oh, that'll be fun. And uh, we've we got reservations for dinner that night with friends and with them, and so cool. like, I'm stoked for that. Yeah. That'll be fun. It'll be cool. And then we're traveling to go see my family, and you know, we do have this family tradition. We always play games after Christmas, like at night, Yeah. and it gets ridiculously competitive, and I love that. Like, are y'all Monopoly? Y'all Monopoly family? Because we, we play Monopoly yeah, all the time. We are a and it goes into the wee hours. Oh, <laughs> it's so like we all need therapy afterwards. But boy, <laughs> is it fun! I love it so much. And like, when and really though, yeah. And so like, and then we all started getting married, right? And Caitlin and my younger brother's wife and my other brother who uh, has been dating the same person for several years. They're all like what is wrong with you? Like, y'all are so mean. <laughs> like, this is Christmas. It's, I don't know. It's Christmas. It's, I can't, I can't help it. It's Christmas. It is what it is. <laughs> Man. Well, uh, Verdes, thanks for a great year. Um, it's been it's been a lot of fun. I feel like we've really solidified what the podcast uh, like has kind of been the last few months. And it's, I know. I'm excited to be on the podcast. I know, yeah. That was kind of a transition middle of the year. It was fun. Avery adding me. It was so fun, though. Yeah. Like, it's been great, and we've enjoyed it. And for everybody that listens and uh, sends us in questions and, and, like, comes up and tells us how much you love the podcast, like, thank you for listening. It's so much fun to get to do. And uh, we really appreciate you guys. Yeah, we hope you guys and all of your families have a very Merry Christmas. Yeah. And a Happy New Year. All the things. And uh, I guess we'll we'll see everybody after the first of the year. Yeah, we'll see you in January. All right, Verdi. See you later. See you then. Bye. Bye.